If you're not going to enjoy the 5K or 10K Century City Express race, you'd rather stay in bed or maybe after the race you want to put your feet up and you want to watch something on telly or on the streaming services, you can take some of the advice of Matthew Junchies Green, who is our binge buddy. I asked Bruce, our producer, did Matthew get married? Uh, and he said, no, um, you've been Matthew Junchies Green for the last two years already. You just now formally want to be introduced as Matthew Junchies Green. Matt, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I realized that I'm not famous enough to need a stage name <laughs> and to keep my original name. So I thought, let me start putting it out there that my surname has actually changed. <laughs> yeah, people with, with double barrels tend to also be in a higher tax bracket. I hope uh, with the addition of Junchies to Matthew Green, you've also elevated yourself a little bit, eh, Matt? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at some of the options that you are giving us today. First up, available on Netflix, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes, so Avatar The Last Airbender is it's a show that a lot of people have been waiting for for quite a long time because it's based on a revered anime show also called Avatar The Last Airbender, but this time it's live action. But a few, uh, many years ago now, there was another adaptation that has been completely maligned by the fans and the critics as being absolutely terrible. So this um, interpretation is kind of, everybody has their hopes on it. And I would, I have to say it is a lot, lot better than that previous adaptation. The effects are great. The world building is great. It's a little bit more mature than the, the anime, because the, the, the anime was obviously more of a kid's series. So this does have a bit more... Um, violence to it, a bit more adult um, themes, not much. Um, but my one critique would be that the, the acting and the dialogue is a little bit off. But I, I also kind of put that down to most of the characters are played by children or like young teens. So, you know, they've got a lot to learn in terms of acting and hopefully they'll grow over time. Um, but it's definitely, it's a, it's a good adaptation. Maybe not the perfect one that the fans are waiting for. But it's still well worth a watch. And then there's I Iwaju. It's on Disney Plus. And what's absolutely great for what's happening on the streaming sites, whether it be Disney Plus or whether it is um, uh, Netflix, there's a fair concentration on on local, and in our context, local African stories that's being produced by the by the production companies and finding their platforms on the streamable services. What is Iwaju about? So what's quite interesting is that um, the, the movement that you've mentioned now about the African animation things being quite popular is that Disney seems to be spearheading a lot of the sort of sci-fi African animated series because they also did Kizazi Moto, which we spoke about about half a year ago. But what this does differently to that is Kizazi Moto was each episode is a different story about different characters, different futures, etc. Whereas Iwaju is one story over six episodes. Um, it's basically it's an animated sci-fi miniseries set in futuristic Lagos in Nigeria. And it's the coming-of-age story of a, a wealthy girl um, who's led a pretty sheltered life um, from the island as she discovers the thrills and dangers of the mainland. Um, uh, basically, what I really loved about this show is that there's so much um, subtle detail put into it that I felt myself very intrigued by even the supporting characters wondering about what their lives were like and wishing that they, you know, the episodes could have been twice as long so that they could explore more of the characters, more of the world. Um, and it, what's interesting as well is that the, the story felt quite universal, um, yet specifically Nigerian. It's almost like the sci-fi aspect 
um, I don't want to say it was irrelevant because it does add a nice bit of, um, you know, like what would technology be like in Africa and things like that. Yeah, but, Afro, um, Afrofuturism has, has become a, a, a very big genre. Um, I would say since... Since the release of 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 the Black Panther, Black Panther movie, yes, and and futurism has become quite what the go-to of genres, when particularly with sci-fi. Yeah, and it's great that Africa can now also take part in uh, other genres that have been stereotypically American or British. You know, now we can get our own stories about the future and technology and sci-fi. So mm. I'm all for it. And then finally, it's my pick of 23-24. I binged it uh, over December, maybe even into January. Um, uh, the, the local produced series, uh, locally produced in conjunction, I think, with Canal Plus. Uh, it's, it's Spinners. We interviewed Cantonar James a couple of weeks ago. But Spinners is a fantastic local story. The intersection of gangs, guns, crime, but but also motorsport. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was very, very impressed. Um, it, it was of a significantly higher quality than I was expecting. Um, and to give um, people some background, it's a it's a gritty, award-winning series set and filmed in the, on the Cape Flats. So it's it's not just kind of like a false story kind of set in this world. It's actually filmed in you know, the actual locations where the story takes place, which gives it this authenticity. And it follows the story of um, a 17-year-old driver who works for a local gang um, as he discovers the world of spinning and, you know, is caught up in crime. And it's it's very authentic to the Cape Town environment that we, that we live in. It's excellently shot, written and acted. I find it very difficult to find any flaws with it. Um, and you can really feel the danger in the moral gray areas of the gang world in Cape Town. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's actually my pick of the week as well. Definitely, I don't need to ask you about what <laughs> is your pick of the week, but that should be everyone's pick of the week. And yeah. uh, really appreciate your time, Matthew Junchies Green, our binge buddy. Both he and I will agree that Spinners on Showmax is an absolute treat. We interviewed Cantonar James just a couple of weeks ago. He plays a 17-year-old kid on the run he's a driver for a local gang but then he really finds his love through spinning motorsports a fascinating show shot in lavendale area and then sometimes when i see locally produced stuff or even international movies but shot here in cape town sometimes i find it difficult to suspend my disbelief so i was watching spinners and they were driving down prince george drive and i said oh my mom lives down that road oh Interesting.